This is Just Talking Sam Podcast, y'all. Just Talking Sam Podcast. Put your name on it. If you don't talk about it, be about it. I don't know this till like right now. Seriously. Review on iTunes, y'all. But it's obvious, if y'all just listen, we, we never write this out. Hey, what's up, what's up? It's your man Sam, host of Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Man, we got a special guest coming through the podcast today. You may have seen her on CMT. You definitely seen her on The Voice. All forms of social media, whether that be Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, uh, wherever, and all places in between. Cassie Joy is joining the podcast today. Cassie Joy has a new album. It's called Miles and Maybes. Um, country music just one to watch um and i hate to say it like that because she's done so much already but they putting her in this um like she she's one of the new ones and i really like her music we get a chance to chop it up from her humble beginnings all the way from kansas city missouri all the way to now she's doing um her new album she's writing she's open for some of the most influential people in the music industry she was um coached by team blake on the voice I mean, a lot of stories coming from this, and we're so glad to have her on the podcast. Speaking of the podcast, but before we get into our guest, Cassie Joy, we got to talk about all things related to the podcast. And for my people who are watching all interviews, the audio, uh, the video version can be found on Just Talking With Sam's YouTube page. So you can kind of see our interview. You can see uh, how we talk and interact with each other. And the audio one has some extras as well. But speaking of the podcast itself, you can always go to your home of the Just Talk With Sam podcast. That is samshownation.com. Your home for everything related to the Just Talk With Sam podcast. And those who know, uh, there is a donate button right there on the corner of the homepage and current promotions page. We've been doing this for 13 years and you guys have been awesome. Please click that donate button and give to this podcast to keep the free funny free. Um... This has always been the crowdsource kind of podcast, so give whatever makes you feel like a good person, and I guarantee every single solitary cent will be sent right back into this podcast to make it a bigger, better, greater podcast. Those who want a little bang for their buck, you can always go to samshownation.com, and you can hit up the Just Talk With Sam store. You can get all of your Sam Show Nation items there, your Just Talk With Sam items there, whether that be t-shirts, hats. Um, stickers, whatever you need to show the world that that is this is your favorite podcast as you you know go through your daily life. It's all right there. Go to samshownation.com. Also, 
Speaking of the podcast itself, you can go to Sam Show Nation. You can hit the podcast link. And by hitting that podcast link, you, yes, you can listen to all of your favorite podcasts right then and there, right there on the homepage. You can listen to it again. You can catch up. Whatever you need to do to keep yourself in tune with the Just Talk with Sam podcast is all right there. So go ahead, check it out. Or wherever you listen to podcasts, we are wherever podcasts can be found. Whether that be Apple, Stitcher, TuneIn, um, Amazon, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to podcasts, just put in Just Talking with Sam, no G and talking, just talking with Sam, and we are right there. Um, before we jump into this excellent, excellent interview with my buddy, Cassie Joy, we got a few sponsors this week. We got to pay some bills around here. The first sponsor is the good folks at Honey. Yes, Honey is a um sponsor of the podcast and we have been serving it right this is one of the only sponsors we got that gives you money back that's not true my other sponsor give you money back too but if you're online shopping we urge you to go to samshownation.com click the honey link and by hitting that honey link honey scours the entire internet looking for coupon codes discount codes wherever you have at checkout and it gives you some money back on all of your on or most of your online purchases, over five hundred thousand online retailers uh, work with Honey, and you can get it too. So go to samshownation.com, click the Honey link, and by clicking the Honey link, you yes you um can go ahead and save yourself some money with that Honey. The next sponsor is the good folks at nbastore.com. I don't know if you know this or not. We are in the middle of the playoffs, the NBA playoffs, and whatever your team is. Maybe you like the Golden State Warriors, those Los Angeles Lakers, the Boston Celtics, Philadelphia 76ers, Denver Nuggets. You're rallying at the Valley with those Phoenix Suns. You got some white hot Miami Heat. Or you down with the Knicks. Whatever your team is, I urge you to go to samshownation.com, click the NBA store link, and you can save on whatever your team is. Or maybe you get a jump start. Maybe you're like me and my Pistons didn't make the playoffs, but you want to get a jump start on some gear. You can because if you go through samshownation.com, click that NBA store link, you could get free shipping on all orders over $24 by putting it, going to samshownation.com. Clicking the link and putting in the promo code NBA24. Free shipping on all orders. You can rep your team as the playoffs are going on. So, limited time only. Some exclusions may apply. But please hurry up. Go to samshownation.com. Click the NBA store link.com and get free shipping with the promo code NBA24 at checkout. Also, lastly, our last sponsor today is the good folks. At Target. Yes, that Target. And Target needs you to know something. You know Mother's Day is right around the corner. And for all that she do, why don't you hook your mom up? You can celebrate mom in style. Whether that be 20% off select women's clothing, jewelry, accessories. Maybe your mama want um, some Beats headphones. Maybe she's a reader. 20% off books. And you can get a free $5 gift card when you buy... Any three select skincare items priced over $4.99 or more. It's whatever your mom needs. Um, if you are doing something nice for your mom, you may want to hurry up because you don't have a lot of time left. 
And the best way to get something from Target for your mama is to go to samshownation.com. Click the Target link and you, yes, you can go ahead and get all the things that mom will need. You have a little bit over a week left. So please hurry up and get something from mom. Whether you're ordering it online, it comes straight to your house. Or you can order it and you can pick it up from your friendly neighborhood Target. It's all right there. Please look out for mom because she looked out for you. Give the gift that she'll love and find a perfect gift to show mom how much you care by going to samshownation.com clicking that Target link. So that's enough of me right now. I want to jump into this awesome interview with my buddy, Cassie Joy. But first, what we're going to do, we're going to play a cut from the um, her new album, Miles and Maybes. Um, I am very partial to this song. Um, I really like it. Um, the whole album's great, but I want to play Lowbrow Lux, mainly because of, you know, we were just talking about that. And after that, we'll have a great conversation with my buddy, Cassie Joy. See you in a few. Crocs over Louis Vuitton Ponytail and a t-shirt on Glowing up on a BOGO vibe Penny pinching in the clear inside Press some nails from the Dollar Tree Drugstore makeup on the cheap I'll take my beer, Natty and Light Does the trick at half the price Cause a drink is a drink A drunk is drunk A box of white Red solo cup
How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. You're here. I'm ready to jump into this podcast. Um, I'm slobberingly grateful for you to show up and just we could just chop it up for just a little bit of your time. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. And okay. check out our little hot balls we've got. <laughs> oh, for sure. If you look, you know, I got a bit of a hat collection myself. Yeah, you've got a couple more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hit this record button, which I just did. We're going to get it started. And no podcast would be started without the customary over-the-top intro, mainly because we love you for coming. And again, we are slobberingly grateful to have you here. The album is called Miles and Maybes. All the way from Kansas City, Missouri, with a brief stop at Park University. Go Pirates! The <laughs> four chair turning showstopper. Coming from you from the top bunk of the joyride. Right into your eyes and ear holes. My favorite commotion at the secret store. Kelsey Joy! Welcome to the podcast! <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I feel like I could go home right now. This is all I need. Yeah, this is great. Keep talking. <laughs> Look, I want to say thank, uh, thanks for coming on the podcast again. But on top of that, man, you inherent, you, you didn't know this, but this weekend, you made a very good impression on me because, like most people, I don't know if you noticed, bit of a Lions fan, bit of a football fan. And you just performed at the NFL draft. Like, that was awesome. <laughs> it was the, the Super Bowl parade, actually. And, yeah, it was insane. <laughs> like, I was doing this thing where I'm, you know, I got to get my homework together while you're, you know, coming on this podcast. I'm just like, okay, okay. I have no hate. I love Pat. That's my homeboy, Pat, my homeboy. But at the same time, I'm like, was she there? Hold on, wait. You know, doing a little Instagram stalking, and I saw it. I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold up. We were you there? You, you know, that's why yeah. Bring that up. Yeah, we got to meet uh, Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, and it was it was insane. It was definitely a like a blackout experience. I wish I could tell you more about it, but it was just like, what is life? <laughs> yeah, I get that. I I totally get that now. I want to talk about uh, Miles and Maybe, but I want to put a brief pause in this because I want to talk about the origin story. Everyone, look, okay, I'm a little different, and I'll explain why. But we know you. The year was 2017. Uh, you were on The Voice, and you did the thing where all four of them turned around in your blind audition. You did your thing, girl. Now, I'm going to say this with the utmost love and respect. I did not watch that episode. I saw the <laughs> clips. Yeah. But this is where I learned about Cassie Joy. And I, I, like I said, no disrespect. I just hope you understand it. When I go to sleep at night, one of my favorite pastimes or one of the things is I, I go to sleep to is Reba. Old episodes of Reba on TMT. Not because it's boring or anything like that. It's just I'm so comfortable with that show where – it turns into, like, I don't know, a lullaby to some degree. Yeah. And if you leave your TV on after Reba, music videos play. Oh. And that, I woke up and Business of Breaking Up was on. And I'm oh. like, that's your joy. Huh. All right. That's so then cool. From, then from there, I went, I worked backwards 
in learning about your music career and then bringing us to right now. I had to work backwards to get to this present day. Yeah. But I want to give a shout out to CMT and old episodes of Reba, and that's how I kind of like fell in love with you. That is so cool. That's so interesting. <laughs> and look, I feel like after listening to Miles and Maybes that I already did this interview before, I feel like I know you because your music is incredibly honest. And I almost feel like I'm getting to know you with that. Was that a choice or intention or do you just kind of like write what you know? It was. Um, I feel like it was definitely intentional. Um, <clears throat> you know, it was my first album of, you know, all original music um, and songs that I've written that I had ever put out. So I felt like this was a really good opportunity to, you know, kind of change what I had already been doing, which, you know, my name is Cassie Joy. And so a lot of times I feel a little bit of pressure to always be joyful and happy and positive. And, you know, with everything that's kind of transpired over the last two, three years with, you know, everybody, um, I felt like it was, you know, I've got this platform and it's kind of a responsibility of mine to, you know, peel back the curtain a little bit and get a little bit more honest and raw. And also for me, too, it was kind of, you know, it was pretty therapeutic to write all of these songs and and to kind of decide how deep and how open and raw I was going to get. And I was very nervous to put out all of these kind of new subjects that I haven't touched on personally. Um, but the response has been so great. And it's, you know, my fans have really shown me that like it's okay to completely open up and we'll still accept your weirdness and you know the <laughs> highs and the lows <laughs> now do you feel that with certain topics you need to dig a little bit more into yourself or you do you have a line of where i'm like oh my god that's too much you're giving out too much information um, I, I felt like that on a couple songs, um, you know, like Life of My Party and Me, Myself and My, those were um, some hard subjects for me to sing about and to open up about. And that those were two of the ones that I was like, do I pull back a little bit or do I just go full steam ahead? And I'm like, it's an album. It's the first one. Let's just go for broke. I'm just putting it all out there because I know that there are so many other people out there that feel the same ways that I do. And that's, you know, why I love music so much is because there's always a song to sit with you in any situation that you're in. I'm glad you brought that up because I had a question about that the song, my life and my party. Did you give up midnight Bacardi and the follow-up question to that? What is midnight Bacardi and how did that show up? So, yeah, so that one um, is about just you know, I've been, I have an incredible marriage and we've been together for 11 years. And so, you know, when, when you're in a, a long-term relationship or a marriage, the number one question you get asked is when are you having kids? When are you having kids? And, you know, that started to kind of wear on me a little bit. And I was like, you know, like this is really heavy on my heart that, you know, that everybody is putting so much pressure on this subject. And I'm, you know, I just really felt like writing about that and opening up about it and how, you know, we're still having so much fun in our marriage and in our life and traveling and taking our dogs everywhere we go. And so I just wanted to write a song about, you know, it's kind of okay to just live your life and not, not rush and be on other people's timelines. Hey, as a person who rocked the ring itself, I have children. I, I get it. I, yeah. I totally understand. So I, I am curious, though. Um, 
when you go through these things and you have these quote expectations from other people, does that put any pressure on you as you work on new material? Because you're kind of an open book, but at the same time, I would imagine, I'm guessing, you, you know you more than me, you would kind of keep some stuff to yourself. Um, <clears throat> I, I would like to say that I do keep some things to myself, but I do feel like this album is just, it's all of it. And it was so scary to write some of it. And I kept wanting to pull back. And, um, you know, even with Life of My Party, I, that one almost didn't make it onto the album because of, you know, some other people's comments of, you know, this is, this is a really specific song and will it work? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I know that's true, but also like it's really important to me to put it out and for other people to hear that, that are maybe going through the same, you know, scenario. So yeah, I feel like it was, there was no holding back on this album. And that makes sense. Um, Except but, no name dropping. I didn't name drop, but everything is there. <laughs> and that's cool because, you know, some people, uh, I would like to say this, myself included, sometimes deal with writer's block and usually that writer's block may come in where you you are juggling those things or you don't want to name drop or you don't want to be too specific or you don't want you just plain don't want to talk about it so yeah. does that come up or is that just kind of like um how do I tell my story without telling my story you know yeah yeah I feel like the most times that I get writer's block is when I don't want to confront something that's been weighing on me, you know, like if, you know, say you're going through a breakup or something, I feel like it's really easy to go through a writer's block because you don't want to feel the things that you're supposed to be putting in that song. And sometimes, right. um, you know, with some, uh, like with Census Fail, one of the songs on the album, um, that was one that I wanted to solo write. And so it took me a really long time because I had to confront a bunch of, you know, past feelings and traumas on my own and, and just sit in, you know, a little bit of darkness to get that song out. But, um, but yeah, if I'm not feeling like doing that and I don't know if I can, you know, coax all the heaviness on my heart at the time. Um, it's, that's when I love to bring in a co-writer. Um, and I did that for a uh, business of breaking up. I was like, I need someone to yank this information out of me. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious about that because yeah. Um, when you do bring in, uh, co-writers and friends and people who bring that out of you, is there something that they say where they say like, okay, this is all right to talk about this but not that or is it just kind of like um and for lack of a better term you're in your own head so much that it doesn't really resonate to the average person yeah and, th and that's why co-writing is so cool because they bring you out of your head or you know bring in their own perspectives um and like cool vocabulary you know working with different people they say different things certain ways and um and yeah it always starts out as like a therapy session basically you know you walk in the room and it's what's been on your heart and then tears <laughs> and then we write all the songs <laughs> i'm curious um i like how you said wordplay because that was one of the greatest things i, I while listening to miles and maybe your voice is awesome but it was the like I'm I'm such a nerd with this when it comes down to I listen to the words, man. You know, I, you turn into that guy. There's a lot of clever wordplay in your lyrics, and that makes me um, 
that makes me feel like not only are you just I and I don't want to put you in a box like that saying just but um a singer but you're a writer too because like it's almost like you get it when <laughs> you see people like me where it's just like oh okay like I'll, and I'll use an example like the song Namaste mm-hmm. Namaste has a lot of wordplay in it um I'm very curious where does that show up or those like little jokes maybe for you and your friends or is it just something that just kind of grow naturally yeah I mean I a lot of them probably are like inside jokes and like little things that like only we know um but yeah I just really like to mess around with words and you know I started as a poet when I was younger and I just love all the the weird things you can do with puns and and like finding different words to rhyme um yeah, it's just super fun to like really dissect like how strong can we make these two words? You know, it could just say like, hey there, but like, what if we made it cooler? <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, okay, you've been doing this way before the voice. I'm not knocking the voice in any way, shape or form. But when the, I guess the the public at large, the nation got a chance to know you was the voice. How was that as your national coming out party? Because you got a chance to be behind the scenes, the producer. You just jumped right into the deep end with the voice versus pretty much what you've ever experienced. How was that experience to see the behind the scenes story versus what we saw as a nation in front of the camera? Yeah. uh, Yeah. The behind the scenes is it's very different, but it's also like so crazy to see the behind the scenes when you've watched the show before and you're like, that's really the chairs. There's really chairs and like there's a button. And um, I will tell you, it is extremely frigidly cold backstage. I would have two robes on over my (laughs) wardrobe. It was so cold because of all the lights and equipment and and all that. So, yeah, they they crank the AC in there. But um yes, just seeing the behind the scenes and having so much experience performing and and traveling and touring and recording before the show, I think set me up for success the best that it could. Um cuz you know, I was already used to the stage and crowds and like high pressure go go go, and so I think that was super super helpful and in in getting off of the show. So we were already, you know, ready to hit the ground running once, you know, my contract was up with the show and um yeah, just immediately went on tour and and yeah. <laughs> I kind of can't remember what the question was. <laughs> I'm just rambling. Yeah, no, you you nailed it, but that brings me to my next question actually. The title of this album is Miles and Maybes. What inspired that title? Um, so it's kind of, it's what I would name like my memoir if I ever wrote one, had that kind of time. Um, but it's, it comes from a line in Under the Hood, which is track one of the album. And, um, we wrote that line of the pre-chorus in Under the Hood, Miles and Maybe's Skyline's Changing, But She Ain't Broke. And I, when we wrote that line, it was such a light bulb moment of, like miles and maybes like that is that is so all-encompassing of what my life is and what my journey has been is just traveling so many miles you know all on the promise of maybes and that's kind of how I see life is that you know these maybes represent hope and the miles are the journey that that gets you there and there's always these maybes that that keep you going down the road and you know putting more fuel in the tank Speaking of the album, one of the things I think was 
and this is my humble opinion, one of the dopest songs on that album was the song I Do. Because that song had a pre-written backstory and now like a, I don't know, future story, I guess. <laughs> All right. So if, if, if I'm out of school at any time, please correct me. But um, that was written for your now husband. Yeah. Um, at at your wedding, and you know, weddings are already stressful enough. <laughs> and then, you know, for no reason whatsoever, you re- recorded a song, which is your vows to your now husband. <laughs> I have so many questions for that. For starters. Well- Well, listen, that's how I made myself more comfortable. I am so uncomfortable in my own skin, in crowds, with small talk, with chit chat and like social things. You're doing well here. (laughs) So far. And so the thought of just standing with a microphone and speaking my vows, I was like, hell no. And so I decided I'm going to make myself a little bit more comfortable here. Let's sing a dang song. And so I wrote one and I had to pre-record the guitar part because I had like super long nails on for the wedding, of course, and couldn't play guitar with my Dolly Parton nails on. So I had to sneak into my little tiny clown car at the time and I recorded the guitar like shoved into the back seat so that nobody would know about it. And yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, it was a crazy little, uh, excursion I went on. Yeah, one of my questions is, okay, that is your husband. How do you practice that? Because it's it's just sort of like, do you, because it's a surprise. Yeah, that's the thing. I couldn't practice ever. Ever. Like, that. the the song had never come out of my face hole until I was in a wedding dress, and it was it was, it was a really terrible idea, thinking back (laughs) now. Like, I was so nervous. I don't even think I was thinking about like the wet, like that there was a wedding happening at that point. It was just, do not forget these words. Don't screw up. It's like, my voice is so dry because I'm nervous. And yeah, it was, but like, you know, no regrets. Love that. Now, that I, I have to ask like right after the wedding, um, nuptials, everyone loves you. It's great. And then immediately hit the road, like immediately. Yeah. So, and, and you got it. Awesome co-pilot. You signed on for life. If, if you are, he's the pilot. Score, if you if you're keeping score, you nailed it in partners in time. Like that's what I'm saying. When I'm when I'm listening to this album, I'm like, oh, this is essentially a diary. Okay, awesome. So yeah. now, with that said, when you hit the road, I I know different artists require different things. What is your must-haves on the road? Oh, probably. Yeah, you see that one coming. um on the road i think a must-have is our smoker we have a little like mini uh green mountain grill smoker and like the legs fold up and it fits in our underbay of the bus and we we got that thing i was playing at like a barbecue festival like years ago and brian my husband walks up to me on stage and says i just bought this smoker and i'm like what (laughs) like and it's a big deal yeah, it was. And it's his pride and joy. And now she's mine too. And um, yeah, we take her everywhere we go. And we're I, always throwing anything on the smoker. We just smoked some cream cheese the other day. Five pounds of bologna essentials, you know. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> hey, I rock with him because I'm a master built man myself. And any excuse I need to smoke anything, 
I'm out there. I'm out oh, there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We'll throw cookies in there. Anything. <laughs> Anything. Um, I am a fan of um hickory and or pecan chips. Yep. Maybe I'm bougie, but here we are. Yep, we um, go back and forth. Now I read on the internet. Now tell me how true this is. Uh-oh. That you love, 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 love spicy food. Yes. That's so true. I I wish I was closer, but I have a big bottle of hot sauce right next to my bed right now. Because like I, I I didn't get I didn't get any for this in the case you said that was totally false. What is it? Uh it is called El Yucateco. It's okay. I, I think that's the brand. Yeah, El Yucateco. It comes in a little tiny green bottle and that does not cut it for me and so I am on my second gallon of it I found it in bulk on Amazon and so I just have a gallon of hot sauce on me at all times I could be a bit of a spice lord myself and I would like to I don't know how many people recommend different hot sauces to you or uh or throughout the course there's two there's two well three technically one is cheating it's called, and I don't know how hot you get, but if you ever go to the Pepper Palace, they have the Flatliner. Okay. Are you f- familiar with that? It comes in this baby bottle, but one, I mean, one droplet is all you oh, need. I lost you. Oh, no. You, you can still hear me, right? Uh-oh. Hold on. I got you. I can see Did you. No, I'm still here. I, I, I think. Uh, I'm, I can hear you. Oh, now you're back. Yeah, yeah okay. you froze a bit, but... Oh, you did too, sorry. Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Oh, okay, great. What I was getting at is, there's this thing called the Flatliner from the okay. Pepper Palace. It comes in a bottle about two, not even two inches thick. Oh. You need a drop, and you're going to be you're going to be set all week. Okay. You have one little drop. Yeah. And well, then you need to try. Uh, have you ever tried Mad Dog three fifty seven? Yes. Nobody ever knows about Mad Dog. <laughs> oh my God, that thing is so small. But I, I promise you, you can make like chili and just put like an eye droplet in there. Pick. Yeah, and you're fine. Yeah, or dead. <laughs> yeah. However, we will find out how you relate to sauce based on that. Yeah. Now, for the more casual things, I totally recommend Melinda. I don't know if you know the brand. Mm. Um, it's called Melinda. And they, they have a different line. That's more, quote, unquote, tolerable. Okay. They have different habaneros, ghost peppers. I, trust me. It's just, I can be a bit of a spice lord myself. Yeah. So, thank you. It's finally someone else who knows, who knows this. I always yeah. feel like I'm speaking a different language. Yeah, no, I'm all about, like, if it's not making me cry, why am I eating it? <laughs> exactly. I have lost five pounds out of sweat just by having yeah. some of the stuff I have. Yeah, see, self-care. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> One other thing I read on the internet that you, you gotta have, your Netflix aficionado. Now, oh, yeah. if, you're, if you're anything like my wife, do you rock with the murder doc and chill? Do you do? Oh, okay. I love murder. Not okay. performing it. Oh, well, I, I, I mean. <laughs> no, I am all about Dateline, all the murder docs, all about it. What was the last one you watched? Uh, 
probably the Murdaugh murders. Mm. I I watched that one, I think, three times because I have a thing where, like, I watch a really good doc and then I'm like, Mom, you have to watch this doc. And then I have to watch her watch the doc. And then I do that with my husband and I have to watch him watch it. My wife does that with me. And the last <laughs> one we watched and I I had questions where I was just kind of like, okay, why am I watching this? Is this a warning? I feel like it's a test. Right. <laughs> uh, the staircase. Did you get a chance to... Um, we didn't finish that one. I, I kept trying to get through it, and I think I just kept getting distracted. Oh, trust me. It's a trifecta of... It's because it is a miniseries as far as a doc. However, the doc was so compelling, they made an actual movie about oh. what happened. Yeah, um, I heard about that. Trust me, ch- without getting into too many details... See, I got a chance to watch the doc and Colin Firth play the part where it's just like, mm, he's almost as believable as the real guy who did it. Yeah, yeah. Those are crazy when that happens. I felt the yeah. same way with the Dahmer doc. Yes. Like, is it Evan Peters? Evan Peters. Yeah. I was, oh, he was so good. It's weird because I remember him from the X-Men movies. I'm like, Oh my God, you're Quicksilver, and now you're yeah. such a convincing Dahmer. Yeah. Where I, I don't know how to feel anymore. Yeah, he's so talented. Now, I know this. I, I think I can answer this question, but I feel like I should just ask you since we're here. Do you still find time in your super busy schedule to still substitute teach? Uh, no, I haven't done that in some years. Um, but I do, uh, stop by my old elementary school, um, every now and again, like sometimes I'll stop on the last day of school or something for their recess and go and hang out with them and perform and sign Beanie Babies and whatnot. (laughs) But yeah, anytime I can get back there, I do. I thought that would, I I think if you did, that would be such a head trip where you're just kind of like, wait, whoa, 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 who's teaching this class? If I'm like a kid in the class. What? I just saw you. <laughs> yeah, we'd just be hanging out and singing together. <laughs> and then, like, some kid in the back is like, uh, this is biology. Why are we doing this? Yeah. <laughs> I should never step foot in a biology classroom, that's for sure. <laughs> um, Your work with some of the charities since your rise and has, has been, just been awesome. And not necessarily in a teaching format. But your your work with the Craig Morgan uh, Foundation, Autism Speaks, Pediatric Cancer Research, Children's Mercy, Noah, I'm, I'm reading at this point, Noah Bandage Project, Team Smile, Big Slick KC, Animal Justice of America, Northland, Animal Welfare, American Cancer Society, and Suicide Prevention, just to name a few. I'm very curious, how, where do you find the time? Did you just give up on sleep? How, how are we doing this? Yeah, I'll sleep when I'm dead, first off. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, you know, anytime a charity comes asking, and especially if it's, you know, in my hometown of Kansas City, um, I, if I can drop everything, I absolutely will. And a lot of the times, you know, it happens to be when we're in town and that's like, yes, we get to, you know, double dip and do a show and go and and donate some time. Um, But yeah, I just, um, 
I feel a responsibility when, you know, I have this platform and this microphone that I use it for good and for change and to help be a voice to, you know, the voiceless. So a lot of animals, a lot of dog or a uh, lot of animal and dog causes and children are my my main MOs. I mean, that's awesome. And I got a few more questions because I don't want to eat up too much of your time. But I'm very curious, what has been, ever since you walked off stage of The Voice, not, I'm discounting The Voice right now, only that, what has been the most surreal thing since then where you just kind of like, oh my God, this, oh my God, this is a thing. Oh, this is for real. Yeah, I think um, one of the first ones was... Um or the, the first one that comes to mind was uh, Gulf Coast Jam, getting to play that last year um, with Florida Georgia Line and um, down in PCB. And my whole family got to come down and we all got there a week early so that we could get an Airbnb and just like have some family time and band time on the beach. The band came out early and, um, you know, it just was like a, a really nice full circle moment of, you know, getting to to treat people to, to this fun lifestyle that we have been so lucky to get to live. Um, and then also, obviously, singing the anthem for the Chiefs Super Bowl parade was insane. It was the best day ever. We had the best weather. And singing for nearly a million people was, I mean, like, I would say it's a dream come true, but, like, who even dreams of singing for a million people? Like, that's just such a huge number. So it was just incredible. Um, throughout your time, I, I, I'm very curious. Now, none against Blake Sheldon. He's awesome. So I retroactively went back and watched The Voice. But one of the things I'm curious about is once you're going, has there any been a mentor to kind of like hold you along the way where it's just like, hey, look, I've been where you've been. Hey, you may want to do this instead of that. This is how you treat people. Has there any, been anyone in like strong influences in your career thus far? Um, I would definitely say, you know, I bounce stuff off of my friends and my team a lot. Um, and, you know, definitely my parents um, with everything. I bring them every single situation and problem that I'm going through. Um, and obviously Brian as well. He's, he's my, my partner in, in time and crime. Um, and so, yeah, we, we are always having like little business meetings and, um, yeah, I feel like we, we bounce off each other and lean on each other quite a bit. Okay. Um, and I'm going to flip the question now. Now you, you got a little veteran on you too. You got a little vet in you. What words of wisdom would you give someone who's trying to put their baby toe in this music thing and they're just trying to figure it out? What advice would you give to someone? I would say don't start with your baby toe. Just jump <laughs> all the way in. Um, try everything. Like, just throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. Even, you know, I went through so many genres like growing up when I was a kid, I went through, you know, country and then went to pop and then went to rock and then back to country. And, you know, that's how I found out like, oh, this is where my voice lives is country music. And this is where I feel the best and the most me. Um, and so I would say, yeah, just trying everything and being everywhere as much as you can get out and network and post to every social site and, um, you know, all the videos and, 
it's a lot of hard work, but the life that you get to live and like, you know, some of the freedoms you get and like just cool opportunities that you get with doing this when it starts to work is, is so, so worth the no sleep and, you know, sometimes missing family events and friends stuff. Um, it's, it's all worth it in the end. Well, I got one and a half more questions left. I, uh, this is the question. Um, we have an audio version of this podcast. Is it cool if we play a few cuts from Miles and Maybes? Because I want as many people as humanly possible to hear your diary of life experiences. Is that cool with you if we could just play a few cuts? Absolutely. Okay. Now, that's the hard part because I like them all. So I'm going to ask you, what do you recommend um, on those? Because I'm, I'm partial to a few of them. Um, I would say, Hey, dad's one of my favorites for sure. Um, lowbrow Lux is another favorite of mine. I love that. It, it tells the story of my life and my love for Dollar Tree (laughs) and things on Clarence. Um, and then a third, I don't know, maybe life of my party since we talked about it. Or if you want to pump things up, I would say partners in time. If you want the, the love story of me and my husband, (laughs) all of them are good. And, what I'm going to do, we're up against it. This camera, my camera, your camera, you can be found at caseyjoy.com. You know what? Why am I doing your job for you? Please. What what, what you got? Just, just plug away. It's all you. Yeah, you can just, uh, it's easier to just start out at CassieJoy.com, um, and that's where you can find music videos, merch, tour dates, and all my little social buttons, um, or follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, at CassieJoyMusic. This has been awesome. I can't believe this has been a half an hour that quick. It just flew past. Yeah. You're welcome to be on this podcast whenever you want. This has been awesome. Thank you so much for just giving us a little bit of your time. And um, I wish you the most success. And you're you're just plain awesome. You know yeah. that. But I, I got to tell you to your face. Thank you so much. This was so fun. You should title this, this episode Hats and Hot Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> we just may. We just may. But I got to give you your props. I'm putting the Cassie Joy out there. And this this has been great. So I don't know how to say bye because I kind of don't want to. So <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Thank you so much for um, coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Bye.
saved all my golden books for you Storytelling of my own to do But someday you'll be the life of my party But I'm stuck on midnight Bacardi My heart wants you in my arms But my head is setting off alarms Am I ready? Will I fail? The beginning or ending of a fairy tale What if I lose me when I meet you? My party by our buddy Casey Joy. I can't, man. Casey Joy, I, I, I just can't even. This is great. This is great. I'm glad she was on the podcast. She's welcome back anytime. Those who are interested, please check her out. Her website is caseyjoy.com. Uh, Facebook, TikTok, IG, Casey Joy Music, and just, just, just Google Casey Joy. She, I'm sure she'll be around. The album is called Miles and Maybes, and I, I'm just thankful that she was on this podcast. This was great. Um, but if you didn't get your podcast fixed already, I want you to check out our buddies, the good folks at the Act Accordingly Podcast with Bash and Z. They're back. They're doing their thing. You know how much I love Bash and Z. Those are my guys. And, and, and the unflappable, the great DJ and Matey. Can't, can't stress that enough. Um, and sometimes AJ, he, he shows up. Check them out. They are wherever podcasts can be found. So check them out at Corley Podcast with Bash and Z. That was great. All things related to the podcast can be found at our home at samshownation.com. Your home for everything related to the Just Talk with Sam podcast. You can hit us up on Facebook and Instagram. Just Talk with Sam, no G and talking. Just Talk with Sam, no G and talking at gmail.com. Um, 
Um, also, um, if you really want to check this out, this um, interview was recorded via YouTube. You can check us out. Just talk with Sam, no G and talking, our YouTube page. Your home for everything is samshownation.com. All those links are there. And um, on Twitter, I can be reached at samshow11. Again, I want to thank my guest, Casey Joy, for showing up. And we're going to close out with a song by her request. Uh, we're going to close with the latest single, Hey Dad. It is a great tribute to all the fathers out there. And um, this was awesome. So we'll close it out. I want to thank you guys for checking us out. And we will be back next time. But without further ado, this is Hey Dad by Casey Joy. See you guys next time. Hey Dad, what a memory. Just found a note that you wrote to me from my lunchbox back in third grade. Hey honey, hope you have a great day. Flashback to a simple time. Hair in the breeze, teaching me to ride on that pink bike in the summer sun. You were running and cheering like a stadium. It's been